0: Do you want to do a little pre-talk or do you want me to just start with, oh, and we're back here in a second? We're talking about. God,
1: just like when you're like, how are you doing? And you can say, yeah, yeah, yeah. find out something about Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, shut up. You're going to be okay.
1: I just took you on a walk and you had <laughs> Your background is beautiful. Okay, just, I'll talk about it. Dude, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I was going to say, can we ban Bryce from picking him next week in his survivor, survivor, anti-survivor?
0: He's not here to object to that. I think that seems fair.
1: Yeah, I think that we'll vote on it. Uh, all those opposed say no. All right. Yeah, I think we're good. We love it. And and Bryce, we didn't miss you, brother.
0: And we're back, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. Another episode of Voting in the Majority podcast coming in your ears I am your host Andrew Harvey, joined as always by my good friend Michael Gutierrez. We are absent one of our our co-hosts Bryce Mulder today. He is off in Washington D.C., gallivanting around, touring the Senate, seeing drag brunches. So I think he's having a, a pretty good time.
1: Yeah, I mean, have you have you had the pleasure of a, a drag brunch brunch, Harf?
0: that's a no i haven't i mean i feel like it would be an easy memory i I can't remember one
1: yeah you would it's so fun um drive brunch trivia is a big really like that um things feel a little lighter without bryce nice not to see him um can't believe again like yeah did i forget your birthday i did but some now this is two for two trips out to the East Coast. Not even, not even getting me in the in the agenda for either of you guys. So that, that is really tough. Little, that does hurt a little bit. Um, that is really tough. It's all right. I think that people, like I said, I think I've said it on the pod before. People show more with their actions than their words, and things are becoming real clear. Yeah. Now we know where the tribal alliances uh, lie. How are you mm-hmm. doing now? How's
0: your weekend? We're recording this Saturday morning, a few days after the episode aired. What's going yeah. on?
1: I just watched this morning again, same thing I did last, last week. And I really like the weeks, you know, sometimes the weeks are tough, just working, working, working. So it's really good to look forward to something on, you know, Saturday morning, just take it in kind of like your Saturday morning cartoons. Um, Other than that, things are going well. Uh, Looking forward to um, yeah, doing it all over again next week.
0: Nice. And I don't mean to put you on the spot here, but, pre-pod, we were doing a little planning and you you just took a phone call and I kind of caught, <laughs> caught a glimpse of what you were saying there. It kind of yeah. sounded like you requested your roommate buy one ply toilet paper. He asked if you wanted two ply and you said, no, I would prefer one ply.
1: Is that right? Yeah. Single, single ply. Single ply. Sure, yeah, sure, sure. No, uh, I do prefer the single. I think that uh, I'm a touch guy. I'm a feel guy. The closer I am to kind of just feeling around and knowing what's going on the more comfortable I am. Uh, So just gives you more of a lay of the land, I think. And, and you know what? That might not have been the most appropriate way to put it, but I will also follow up with, I think we're all lying to ourselves. If you got single ply in your hand, even if you have double ply, I think you're unspooling the same amount. I do think that you are like, I know that the, the concept is that you are, you're like, oh, you can unspool less. You're good. Don't worry about it. That's not actual behavior. So like no, you're just yeah. throwing dollars it's, down the drain. It's muscle memory. It's muscle yeah. memory. So, so, so I think that it's actually just very cost effective
0: as well. Are you like, uh, are you like a very organized fold guy or do you do just clump it up into a wad?
1: I have a couple strats. I have a couple strats depending on kind of the, um, I think we're getting a little into the weeds here. Um, but depending on kind of the scenario you're faced with, there's a couple of different ways I like to approach it. Single ply is also harder to find. They know they know that they're losing mm. money on single ply. They I've I've figured out the system.
0: Huh. I actually had a friend who uh when he was running a business, he was a manager of a small branch of uh this big big company. When he was the manager, he put into this into action this plan where they would unspool all the two ply toilet Christ. paper and turn it into single ply. So that could be an option if you need it.
1: <laughs> that was this smartest business move that your friend who shall remain nameless yeah uh but well, what, what is you, name? what if you yeah. wanted to re what if you wanted to respool could could you put it back into double ply after or I, that... well <laughs> i don't
0: think it works that way but yeah
1: exactly <laughs> um anyway um, yeah rating, single ply. Guy. Wait, i
0: mean we could do a, f- a few more minutes yeah. on, on the potty talk but we can get into survivor here it was we were talking before the episode because you just watched this morning. Like you said, I we hopped on the call. We said, Michael, how'd you like the episode? You're like, oh, dude, it was awesome. Really good. Really fun episode. And then you kind of pause. You're like, well, actually, now that I think about it, you know, there are parts <laughs> I didn't love, but dude, that tribal was just a banger. It was electric. It's hard not to think you love the episode when you end on that high note. It,
1: that's such a good point. Again, there's an hour and 10 minutes of a really unexciting episode. And then survivor flexes for the last 20 um it it was it felt like such a comp like that was almost like tribal was almost like that was almost the challenge like that was like a one-on-one caleb versus jay maybe a little emily on the side but it was like that was where as soon as his shot in the dark was played and it was safe which also i hate it we knew it was going to be safe because of how much time was left in the episode i'm not sure how Mm -hmm how locked in our watchers or listeners are in on um, kind of like when that happens. And it's like, Oh, there's 12 minutes left in the episode. And Jeff's about to read the votes, but um, yeah, it was, it was electric, but like the celebration and like everyone being like, Oh, that was amazing. That was amazing. And then just like the complete loneliness and emptiness that J Maya felt. I just, I really felt for her. I really, really did. Dude, that
0: juxtaposition was really hard to watch because as Caleb was, as it hit, Caleb jumps up, and I was freaking out almost as much or more than Caleb. I was so excited. I was like, I can't believe this has happened. I think the last time the the shot in the dark hit, the person didn't even have any votes on them, right? It, it didn't matter. Is that correct?
1: Correct. Well, I don't yeah. know if they didn't have any, but it, it they it, were it, going home.
0: They weren't going home, and so I was like, oh my god, he was going to go home as it got read, and then when it was all eleven votes, as Jeff kept reading, Caleb, Caleb. Caleb I just my jaw kept dropping more and more and more I was like oh my god he just did this and then they didn't go to J Maya right away they waited that you you got the euphoria you were really excited and then it's just J head oh, so just
1: reading the dirt palms in her cheeks just oh I was just felt for her so much it, also like the, the we can blame it on Caleb all we want it was her tribe that did this to her if, if her tribe had been saying a different name, if there was a different name around camp, then Caleb would have brought up a different name at tribal because he was he was taking such a shot in the dark. Oh, no pun intended. hey hey No pun hey, intended. Let,
0: let me stop you right there, though, because J. Maya did this to herself, and loyal listeners of uh, voting in the majority know last week we were on J. Maya for letting Sifu think that she's the one that voted for him. That was a huge mistake. Sifu was the first one at that little... Uh, Merge mm-hmm. feast that they all got sifu they're like hey oh we're eating la di da da should we talk some strategy and sifu's like yeah let's talk strategy let's get jay out that was the first name on the block only because he thought she voted for her. that was i i really like i feel bad for her because of how it went down but it is her fault that she's gone in my opinion
1: he made it very easy What I will say is she also had D going to people at camp saying, (laughs) all right, I'll be truthful with you. Let's get J Maya out. And they're like, what the (laughs) fuck are you talking about? So like, yes, she made it very easy for them to go along with it. I was also very relieved that Julie knew that D was the one that voted for seafood. That was just to make sure everyone is still kind of at least somewhat firing. Um, But J Maya kind of, You're right. I was ready to cut her some slack. Um, I just felt so bad. Felt so bad. Um, And also Caleb at Tribal. And maybe we won't talk more about Tribal. Maybe this is just kind of our... I think it'll come up, though. I was just so reminded, and I don't make this... This is not... I'm being hyperbolic. It's kind of like when a player that you know is really, really good and you're in that phase of not liking them because they're so good. Like, I didn't like Tom Brady ever. And again, hyperbolic. I didn't like Tom Brady at first he won me over with his great play like a same thing like I didn't really I really didn't like LeBron at first like he's he's winning me over with like his with his greatness and I think there are a lot of players like that in in sport I think Steph Curry's done it to a lot of people I really wanted Caleb to go home Mm -hmm. I really I think that I I think he's going to go home here pretty quick I think that the writings on the wall, but like for him to have this moment was pretty cool. But it was also just like a shot in the, a shot in the in the heart a little bit. Is Caleb on my fantasy team? That's a good question.
0: Let me go pull that up and uh, fantasy picks. Caleb was a the third to last pick, and yes, he is on your fantasy yep. team.
1: So, wow, I was rooting against my own interest for the record. For those of you guys thinking that fantasy is driving, you know who you are. If you think fantasy is driving my fandom, it's not so yeah
0: okay. well and so talking about my first reaction is euphoria excitement when the when the safe parchment gets red my second reaction is jay maya i feel bad for you you're you look depressed my third reaction kind of along the lines of what you're saying is i, I was sitting there and i was like this is amazing caleb's safe and then i was like dude caleb's going home next vote like he he is the vote tonight because of how big of a threat he is he doesn't have an advantage he can't possibly survive more than a couple more votes like maybe maybe he moves and shakes one or two but hey, there's no way he's getting to like final seven at this point right
1: he could go on an immunity run
0: dude he's Kawhi I mean he come could, on he
1: could go on an immunity run Um, and so I was gonna say can we ban Bryce from picking him next week in his survivor survivor anti-survivor
0: He's not here to object to that. I think that yeah, seems I fair. think that
1: we'll vote on it. Uh, all those opposed say no. All right. Yeah, I think we're good. Good to go. Okay. Um. All right, let's get into it. Let's get into the structure. Yeah, the structure. Gonna... I was going to yeah.
0: say, we kind of already started getting into it for our one big thing. We wanted to talk about the shot in the dark. That's the biggest thing that happened this episode. That's honestly probably the biggest thing that happened is going to happen this season in terms of a singular event. And I want to point out, just maybe to step back, 5,000 foot view. Last season, we really enjoyed the season, but I remember a conversation we had at the end of the season. I think it was you, I, I might be wrong, it might have been Bryce. You were kind of like, kind of sour taste in your mouth. Like, yeah, I'm happy with how it ended, but like the season didn't really like hit. Like, there was never like anything, one, one real like moment. And, that, nope. and that's kind of what I identified was like, there was no big play that you're going to remember the sari vote out the yeah. the 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 immunity challenge where someone did something great like the what, deshaun, whatever it is the deshaun the deshaun uh whatever prisoners, dilemma prisoners thing, but, yeah uh no nope, yeah. not prisoners or something monty else. hall python monty hall problem um that he yeah. had the all of those are like big moments where you're like okay i remember the winner of the season i remember the one big moment last season didn't have that this season we got a big moment. We got mm-hmm. it. It's set in stone. This is going to be how we remember season forty-five. Caleb nullified eleven votes. That is the most ever. Passes Kelly Wentworth in uh, season thirty-one. I think she nullified nine,
1: season. eight,
0: eight, nine votes, something like that. So
1: Not a good season. This is a
0: huge play from Caleb. There's no reason to pretend it's not, and it's it's a lot of fun to to think about.
1: Yeah. Good for him. Um. Good for him. Are there any?
0: let's talk about kind of what was going on around it because well one thing i was thinking of in the moment i really wish in particular when the shot in the dark works correctly which this this was the second time that it's worked correctly i wish that they showed us how he selected the parchment because in my mind it's just like he's got six uh i don't know like vials and there's a piece piece of parchment in each one he just picks one and comes down i just want to see that process it doesn't matter i just need to know it so that there's, there's, you know, that little back of your mind where you're like, is there any chance that they're kind of screwing with us a little bit? I know Dude, they're not, but I just want to see it, just to say confirm.
1: That. Yeah, you exactly. do know that. Exactly. Don't. And yeah. because we have seen it in the past, we have seen them pick it out in the past. They, maybe they did show us the very first time. Yeah, maybe right. that was it. Yeah. So the the one thing, so <laughs> it ended up not being this way, but what I had thought. Was I thought J. Maya was getting at least one vote on that first go around, maybe from Emily. Like I thought she was getting one vote. So when he went, Caleb, 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 through the first like seven, I'm like, Jeff put these here in this order and he didn't do any alternating because he knew that he was safe, Save, saved by the bell, Jeff. You're lucky everyone voted for Caleb. Otherwise I'd have been coming for your head. No, oh, dude, can you imagine
0: if you read off 10 Caleb votes all in one safe and you're just like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? Like, they're going to revote. This is crazy. And then it's like, "Nope, we're good. Jay my is going home. And then
1: that would have been the so. Um... So,
0: OK, Len, let, let's talk about two important gameplay things. One is um, Austin and Drew and D to an extent, but mostly Austin and Drew told Emily Caleb is the vote they know. Well, maybe they don't know super well that emily is caleb's closest ally they do know from their last uh most recent tribal that they went to where sean ended up going home they told emily the plan and how they had found an idol and that pulled emily close and they're like okay we need to be honest with emily to keep her close that's good logic they didn't put two and two together about her being allies with caleb so they told emily the plan to vote caleb out emily goes and tells caleb hey the vote's on you you need to play your shot in the dark that's the first thing that I don't know if I'd call it a mistake, but that's something like the point of the shot in the dark is to keep uh, plans on the down low so that yep. blind sides are more effective and more exciting for television. If you know someone's got the shot in the dark, you don't want them to know that they might be the vote. Caleb found out he's the vote. So that that's kind of an error slightly. The second thing that you just touched on, J. Maya in particular, I guess maybe she didn't know that she was on the block to a degree, Why the hell are you voting for Caleb? Your vote doesn't matter. You need to vote for literally anybody. Throw a vote on Emily. Throw a vote on Kelly. Whoever you want. Multiple people should have done that, honestly. Like, when you get to the point, there's it seems like there's a group consensus. You need to step back and be like, well, are there any ways this could go wrong? Like, what else needs to happen? No one had that thought process. And so... Jaya suffered for it, but it could have been anyone. Emily could have been the one going home. It, like it could have gone a lot of different directions. So someone needed to have that thought process, and all of them, no, no one, no one connected the dots.
1: Yeah, right in front of them too. That's why we keep you around, Hart. Because like, you're exactly right. I think it's scary though. Like, it is scary because if you get a vote put on you, you're it's going to get read at tribal. And totally. so if if Caleb doesn't play that shot in the dark, he goes home anyway. And you threw a stray at someone. Like you could p- pay for that. There's, again there's with a lot jay of maya. yeah um i don't know did jay maya really even know she was on the block though
0: that's what i'm trying to think about yeah. I'm, i was looking at my notes from the rewatch i don't think she had a whole lot of an idea down the stretch um before Mm-mm. tribal because we don't see a lot of her talking to people we see her talking before the winners come back after their um after their feast and she's like hey reba strong i know my teammates my tribe mates have my back and like is kind of working with a few people yeah. but i don't really i'm just reading my notes on, on the pod so sorry for the pause but i don't see anything <clears> where <throat> she's like inside knowing what's going on
1: i don't think she did and to be fair they weren't on her either so like we can't fault her for that jim i received zero votes like like yes she got voted out but she also received zero votes, so like it's hard to be critical. Yes, she made the target on herself, um, but ultimately she received zero votes. So it's brutal. like, shit. Anyway. So tough.
0: All right, that that was the one big thing. It's it is a big thing. It's a lot of fun to talk about. Let's talk about your confessional for the episode. You, uh, you, you got a, something on your chest you want to get off. Got to go to the camera a few yards away from the beach. Don't want people to hear you, particularly. Jeff, you don't want to hear you about this one. This is kind of a gameplay-oriented thing you're thinking about. Yeah. What's your confessional? You want to give to the people?
1: Uh, Can I get a Can I get a cue card? Can I get a a Yeah, yeah, cue card. It's it's a.
0: It's about the the kind of pre-merge Murgatory half of the people. Yeah. Thank you. That one.
1: Um, not a merge episode, or they're not merged. Um, I noticed. Obviously, we could see. You know, it's a merge from the preview we get. You know, we get in there, the boat arrives, and it, it tells them to drop their buffs right away, which is weird. Um, and we're in this classic like we've seen the last couple seasons. You go to a team challenge where you're, you're drawn, you know, we all watch the episode. Um, half of them are going to be safe. Half of them are, are going to be vulnerable at tribal council. First thing I noticed, no one is, and it was a, we agree, it was, uh, what do the kids say? O.P.? OP,
0: yeah, those teams were were really tough. I could – no S- yeah. Sifu, Bruce, Drew, and Austin, I think, all on the same team.
1: But I was going to say the hourglass was OP.
0: Oh, that hourglass. Oh, my gosh, yeah, way back when uh, Erica got the chance yeah, to – Yeah, so that
1: was the last time, but no one is afraid that anything is, is awry. They're like, oh, if we win this, we're going to be safe. When they do win it, they're like, yep, we're safe, nothing to worry about. I'd be curious if in the next couple seasons, Survivor kind of throws another twist in there where it's like people are – People watch seasons, they're no longer comfortable, or they are comfortable, if he's like, oh, there is actually an opportunity for someone to switch this up, and the people that are safe are going to be on the block. Anyway, that was the first part. Second part is, I like the idea. Um, it, It continues to support this idea that luck is heavily involved in winning Survivor. Yeah, it's a maybe this isn't a coin toss maybe your odds are a little bit better a little bit worse depending on your athletic ability but it really is a coin toss because i don't think like you said that blue tribe the blue team was not losing that challenge that was not going to happen um the twist that i have a really fucking big issue with is you have six people that are vulnerable at tribal council seven people are safe or it could have been the other way around but everyone gets a vote at tribal council like yeah and, and and then because of that that's that's a big reason why jmy is going home because see brought it up at that in that event so i have a really big problem with them letting everybody vote i think that if you're going to split up the teams and you're only gonna let six people be safe then let's let that play out where it's like you know what actually those six people are going to determine who, who makes merge and who doesn't and that's yep. just the luck of the draw and i think that that would have been a a much more exciting tribal council. Of course, we ended up having a crazy exciting tribal council, but we only had a one in six chance at that. So, yep,
0: i I am one hundred and twenty seven thousand percent on the same page as you. Um, Love the thousand, yeah. I honestly, I might even zoom back a little further. I kind of have issue with the thirteen person merge. It's just too many people. I'd rather get to eleven. It feels like. Having all of those people crammed on the screen at Tribal, like the, the camera was like zoomed out to fit everyone in. You can't hear everyone on the beach when strategy is happening. It's really hectic when they're all together. I don't really love that. I won't, I won't take that one to the grave. The one I will take to the grave, though, is exactly what you said. The fact that we split them into two teams randomly, okay, we'll live with that. The fact that half of them are safe, half of them aren't at the merge, okay, we'll live with that. The fact that seven people that know that they're completely safe get the say in voting someone out is so messed up to me. If it happens via all seven people playing an idol and they all had to earn the idol or the advantage, and then they all happen to be safe because one of them won individual immunity, and then there's two idols, and then someone plays an amulet, and then there's a steal of vote, whatever. If that all happens at one tribal and it just so happens to occur, that's a crazy circumstance it's an amazing situation that survivor tough luck but for them to to go ahead of time and to plan that seven people are going to be safe and that they're going to know they're safe for the whole day and not be worried about getting voting voted out and then they get to change the course of the game by voting out someone else it just is so messed up to me and drew had a quote right at the reward feast where he's talking to the camera he's like it's really easy for the seven of us to just throw out any name we want. Like Sifu. Hey, I just want J Maya. And then Kendra's like, nah, I'd rather have Caleb. There's no regard for what might happen. There's no blowback. There's no, Oh, I said someone's name. They might come get me. They're like, no, there's seven of us are safe. Julie even says, Hey, if the seven of us get on the same page, we can just pick who goes home. It doesn't matter. Like that, that dynamic I just really don't like. So I'm a hundred percent, 127,000% on the same page as you. It's just, it's not my favorite.
1: Yep. Um, Also, very, very. uh, That might be the wrong word. Very pragmatic, very practical way to look at the game for those seven. So, like, also, like, it does require everyone to be on a similar page in terms of. Let's just be logical here, which is not historically survivors. So I think we're kind of that is that's an important evolution as well. And Kelly
0: Kelly has a quote as well. Kelly, who is not safe when the seven people are coming back to the losers' beach, and they kind of are all uh converging together kelly goes there's no way seven people all decided unanimously on one person like that's okay we don't have to worry about that there's no chance and of course that turned out to be the case that that is what happened they all decided on kayla but her point is correct like it is very difficult for seven people to agree on something like that so it's not a huge risk but it just it feels wrong i don't like it
1: yep Yep.
0: all right that's like the last 20, 30 minutes of the episode is like the first 80 to 90% of our podcast. I don't know yeah. if there's anything else really think, we need
1: um, to touch on. The other thing is just like, it was a really long. The other thing I don't like is how long the challenge was. Like it just a... gave such a fucking advance. I've been using the F word. That's like, that's my third F word of, of the podcast. And when when Bryce isn't here, I don't need to have that hostility harp. So it's not for you. <laughs> I just want to let you know. I'll save those. I'll bank those um it was really long and I think it just gave the advantage to the tribe that you know we knew it was going to win anyway so that's another that's another gripe I have with this one is a really really long um really really long and okay also I was a little confused about the about what the tiles were showing us when they put them together like a moo plus a yeah s plus a so I would love to I'll look back at that on my rewatch so that won't happen but Curious I had if a, anyone got that right away.
0: I had a teacher in elementary school. I don't remember what they're called, but it's a specific type of word puzzle. And the one of them I saw was the was the word word on mm-hmm. the challenge, and it was written word, four word, times. Word, word, word. Yeah. yeah, and so it's forward, word moving forward in the game. Those kind oh. of things, like those kind of logic puzzles, where you like, um, I can't remember. Yeah.
1: There's depth to it.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to explain it without people seeing it. It's not really a, a good thing for an audio medium, but those, those are really fun. I like those kind of word puzzles where you have to think about it a little more. But I completely agree. Those first yeah. three stages where they're pushing a massive heavy car and then climbing up a boulder and grabbing keys. That was just a lot. Dude, also the sliding down that rope net from way sure. up high, I would maybe be worried about like snapping my tibia. Like that seems really risky.
1: It's so funny. My my concern was similar but different. Like I was thinking, like I'm gonna bite the fuck out of my tongue, or like mm, I'm yeah. like, like I'm not gonna be prepared to like be have everything in control. Seafood made it look pretty easy. Oh yeah. yes, that's what a thing I wanted to say. There is nothing. I'm a big Survivor fan. You guys, I love Survivor. I really like it. I'm less of a Jeff Probst fan. When Jeff Probst says that's how you do it on Survivor, it makes <laughs> me want to stick a knife in my Years, I hate it so so freaking much. I am so upset every time he says it. I'm like Jeff, you, you're such a loser. And Jeff's a cool guy. Jeff is a cool guy, but every time he says it, that's just one of those things, guys, that it kind of brings me back. That's like I come to my senses a little bit. Lil Wayne has a great quote. Yeah. You know, I come to my senses when he when Jeff says that's how you do it on Survivor. When does Lil Wayne come to his senses? I think it's something to do with when he arrives at a place. I don't know at a place something like that yeah. um at dude, a destination if you' at will. a destination
0: um jeff i I feel like we were obsessed with Jeff's ability to call challenges when we were yeah. first getting into Survivor, and now I completely agree it just he says the wrong thing and it just rubs me the wrong way. I, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm right with you um okay. I don't have anything else. I've got no, a couple I think... I think we can go to the outway outplay, play out last no. It'll, Let's just, let's just shout out Caleb. That's all we got to say. Um, that's the big takeaway from the episode. We'll get to him though in a second. Outwit of the week. Um, do you, do you remember who you have? I've got it written down. If you,
1: if you uh-huh, do Yeah. I think that's your card that needs to. First letter uh, maybe. Austin. Austin. Oh yeah. Outwit. This one yeah. is so easy for me. Easy. Yeah. And I was talking mad shit about Austin, not two or three episodes ago. I think I called him the only dud if I'm remembering correctly on this season. Yep. Yep. Um, Again, After I'd called, three-fourths to cast a dud. So everything, a grain of salt here. Uh, Austin wanted revenge on J. Maya because he wanted those sandwiches. Those sandwiches meant a lot to him, apparently. (laughs) He wanted those sandwiches super bad. Wanted revenge on J. Maya. Is a part of Reba. Got his revenge on J. Maya. His amulet is now worth more. Because there was such a tidal wave of votes on Caleb, We'll see next episode. I don't think anyone noticed. And if they did, then it's probably Emily. Emily probably noticed. He was able to successfully not vote for anyone. His, uh, is it is it now an idol? Does he have another idol? Um, he
0: has a full strength idol that
1: will last until final five,
0: five. Because so he f- sacrificed his vote. Yeah.
1: Three votes in a row or something like that. Yeah. So he successfully made it through that. No one's talking about it um he got who he wanted to get out while all of the attention is still on the most the biggest target in the game yep. he got who he wanted to get out i, I just think that he played uh he's had a, a really really good stretch he heard the noise he heard the haters um great outwit by by austin i love it yeah that's a good one
0: i've got i've got jake it's a little bit of a we need to throw a bone to someone else we, we're yep. given a lot of the same people some stuff but yeah. jake i think when they were looking for that idol, and maybe it could even go to Bruce and Caleb and Kelly as well, but we'll give it to Jake for the ring excuse. That's kind of the one that jumps to mind. They're looking for that idol without Katura which is really hard to do. They're drink- they're digging at the center of camp. Someone's keeping a lookout, and then Keturah walks up, and they're all kind of like, uh... And then Jake's like, oh, I lost my ring. That's what we're doing. So a minor thing. Bruce got his idol before they had to go. Um, And also something I learned from Jeff's... Tyson's? Jeff's, Jeff's podcast, I think, is if Bruce hadn't found the idol before they went to the merge, right? Because that was a beware advantage, he would have lost were... his vote. Forever? Uh, but there is a fine print at the very bottom of the beware advantage that says once you reach the fully merged beach, if you still haven't completed all the tasks of the beware advantage, the advantage is nullified and you regain your vote back. So he would have lost his vote at this or at Tribal, where we had the whole Caleb so and it wasn't thing merge because it wasn't the merge, and then he yeah. would have gotten it at the next one, so it doesn't matter. Uh-huh. But interesting yeah. tidbit, all right. Outplay, I'm gonna give this one to Keturah. Um, she didn't participate in the challenge, but I usually think of outplay as being 80 70 to 80 percent challenge related, and then a few other things as well. But she picked the right winner of the challenge, which I think is almost more impressive than actually winning the challenge because she had to make a decision and everyone else just kind of randomly got selected and then just tried hard but she actually had to think about it and be on the right side of something so I'll give her outplay for that one that was good
1: and she chose Bruce's team which I thought was really hard for her I bet really good point in in the moment
0: I was thinking is she going to make her decision off of the obvious team that she think is likely to win. That seems mm-hmm. like a really easy one. Mm-hmm. Or does she go where she thinks she's safer if the team loses? And mm-hmm. I didn't really have a sense of which tribe would be better for her for that one, but it seems like she made the decision based off of who she thought she would win, right. which is probably think... the wise way to do it.
1: Yep. Absolutely.
0: Um, did you have an outplay? I don't have one. Written I down didn't know. I, I,
1: uh, I swung it. Swung it. All
0: right. Yeah. And, and then outlast I've got, I've got Emily for this one. I think um, her telling Caleb to play his shot in the dark It didn't technically buy her another day, although it would have been really interesting if she had told Caleb to play his shot in the dark and then she ended up being the vote after he went home. That would have been really, really tough um, for our girl, Emily,
1: man. I just thought of that. That would have been so sad. She's playing with more kind of like pathos, like emotions than most players out here. She actually is more connected to these people that she's working with than I think others. She Um, gets it. She's selfless in that way. Yeah, but so her telling Caleb to play his shot in the dark that bought her a couple
0: more days in the game because A, Caleb's her biggest ally and B, he's a meat shield for her. He's going to go home before Emily, it seems like based on the way this season is going. So um, I think that was just, that was well done.
1: Mile? Yeah. Mile last? Yeah. <clears throat> I hate to do this. Hit me with it. Who let you I don't have one written down. So. Oh, okay. Sweet. Um, I, I think Emily feels like, as I was like circling my brain, I think Emily is someone who uh, comes to mind, but I'm actually going to get into my Outlast in the winner of the episode. So I'll just wait for it at that point. Well, let's get into your winner of the episode. My winner please. of the episode was Sifu. I love it. So again, this is kind of, this is a little bit of a Jake toss. Like let's get him some PT, get him some confidence. Yeah. Um. Sifu was in a really weird spot with the three Reba women. Four Reba was it? Four Reba women at that time. Three. It was always three. Always three. Um, three. Yeah. And then Sean, uh, he's back in though. I think he did a really good job of. He yeah, got lucky that he could just throw out J. name and it ended up being right. Um, JMI was able to go home. Uh, I think that he kind of re-solidified himself as a player. He almost like refocused up. I think that that's what we're seeing here is mm-hmm. this is the time of the game where. People start to kind of get hit with the the shock of they're playing Survivor again. It's like the second reality check. And I think Seafood did a really good job. I think he's going to be safe for for a little bit longer because now we're trying to identify big threats. We've got the Reba three women as a threat. Um, now two women. So interesting to see how that goes. We've got Caleb as a clear threat. People know that Bruce has an idol because Caleb started telling them about it. Um. I think that they're wary of uh, of a lot of people, and I don't think Sifu is one of them. So we'll give it to Sifu. Yep.
0: No, that's a really good one. Um, Sifu, he feels like a kind of guy that should have been voted out by now, but mm-hmm. he also feels like the kind of guy that they're not going to really target for a few more votes because he's not really a huge threat. So I don't know how to identify his position in the game. He's a tough one for me. Um, my winner, though, I'm going to keep it short and sweet. Just really, yeah. really simple. I'm going to give it to Caleb. He had a... A decent showing this episode, I think.
1: He's turning into like, I mean, regular season. This is you. This stopped. is
0: unanimous MVP stuff right here, and yeah, similar so, to Steph's does, unanimous MVP season. I don't think Caleb's gonna be able to take this one all the way, unfortunately. Okay,
1: yeah, um, but, yeah. It's yeah. it was just it was a masterclass, and um, one of those moments where he, he's just better. He's better right now, and when you can't miss, you can't miss, and he can't miss just how it goes sometimes when you get hot you get hot um, um are we in a survivor survivor now we are real quick fantasy update though you had uh, they're about to start going they're you had to start falling. so yeah.
0: technically we're all tied even though your two that were eliminated were the two most recent ones and bryce and i had people early on you're you're definitely still in the lead but it could be more interesting than it seemed like it was going to be um to, early on
1: for me to get as many fantasy points from caleb as you or someone got from katura in this episode, or like yeah. someone got that that I will be filing a claim with the with League Office just to make sure that we somehow wait things. But again, I think that's justified. To, yeah, I um, think that's justified. Real quick before Survivor Survivor, though, yeah, did we have a receipt that we needed to expose Bryce on? We did. Um, I watched this I watched the
0: episode early and I texted our group and I was like, Hey, let me know when you guys get around to it because uh, you know, there's I didn't want to give anything away, but there's kind of a big a big moment in this episode i wanted to hear your guys' live reactions to bryce started texting me throughout and he's just normal stuff oh i can't believe he said that the challenge was interesting blah 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 like right before like i can't remember where he was in the episode but right before tribal he goes well thank goodness J maya can't go home just like he was a hundred percent sure there was no way And i was like i just didn't respond i was like i, I waited 30 minutes and then i was like so uh <laughs> How do you feel about that one? And he's
1: it's like, ah, the, didn't we can over, you can get over the freezing cold takes when you don't have all the information. Yeah. When you do have all the information and you have a freezing cold take, there's just nothing. It's tough. And that's what we come to expect from Bryce. So yeah. Um, yeah. Um, ah, what... he jinxed me. He he knew that it was gonna, it was, it was gonna bite me in the ass, and that's why he knew. Yeah, I am a Jay Maya fan.
0: Ugh. That's smart. He's playing 3D chess. All right, let's get our survivor survivor picks on the board. Um, you and I are both still alive in this competition. We picked D and Kendra last week, respectively, um, for myself and for you, Bruce was selected by Bryce for his choice to be eliminated. We'll get that pick for Bryce again this week offline, and we'll update the listeners next week. Do you know who, what direction you want to go here? Have I picked Jake? You have not. I'm going to pick that's,
1: that's a lie. You picked Jake. I'd, okay, I guess seven yeah. names, five names are hard to siphon through sometimes. yep, um, yep, yep. yep no, I'll give you that slack. Fuck, would have been a good pick though. Why don't you go first then? Um, God, I'm just gonna real briefly look
0: at who's left. We've still got Sifu, Julie, D, Bruce, Jake, Katura, Kelly, Caleb, Kendra, Austin, Drew, Emily. I think I'm gonna snag Kelly. She's my winner pick. I'm kind of nervous yeah. about her, though. I want to hedge my bet on that a little. The whole Austin having a reason to target her is kind of making me a little scared for her.
1: Have I chosen Sifu yet?
0: Yep, that was your first pick.
1: God damn it. Okay, uh, Emily. Give me Emily. Yeah. That I pick her yet?
0: No, you haven't. That's a great I'm one. I'm afraid
1: she's going to get caught in the crossfire with the Caleb stuff, but...
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, ah, dude,
1: I don't know who Survivor wants me to like is my thing. I
0: don't know who they're trying to direct me towards. Um, and it writing, feels like it's an I, I don't Emily think
1: they know. Yeah. It feels like Caleb it's an Emily and Caleb Boy. thing. Exactly. Yep, and I, he's, so
0: I don't think he can win. So when he gets yeah. voted out, it's going to be scary. But we'll worry about that when the time comes because right now we're having a lot of fun. And I think this was a great pod episode about a mediocre survivor episode, but maybe the most exciting moment of the last five seasons. So true. Highs, highs and lows.
1: We love it. And, and Bryce, we didn't miss you, brother um no i'm just kidding this sucks without (laughs) you i hope you're having fun and we'll see you guys next week for another great episode
0: Ah. love to the well we'll see we'll try to make it great no promises what bryce will do
1: love to the children though
0: peace